Hey guys, your boy Eli from the Centurion. Sorry, I have a little sore throat right now. If you can clearly hear that. But I'm here with my good buddy David and my little brother Joey. And we're here to talk about some Marvel stuff. Basically how they've just taken over pop culture for the last, good lord, 10 years. So, Jesus guys, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty uh, crazy thing. I mean, well, granted, like, Marvel movies have always been sort of successful. Uh... You know, before the MCU, but like you know, now like post MCU, it's just sort of like Marvel is the standard now. Yeah, you can't go anywhere without seeing like it's like a Marvel movie, and everyone's like, oh no, and then this other like, oh yeah, and I know David, he's like one of the, he's basically the big MCU guy here, because like <laughs> that's how we became yeah. friends. Like we we got together and um, watched Infinity War, oh, and yeah. that was. <laughs> Like, like we just kind of knew each other for a bit, and then like we so we were in the same group place, and they were like, "Let's go watch a video war," but no one wanted to get together. And he was he and I were the only ones like, "Let's go," and we just hang down. And we're like, Bond. right after class, eight p.m. I think it was like right eight p.m. I was like, <laughs> it was it. a late night. Dude. Like, I drove all the way across, and we watched oh, it. Yeah. It was a good experience. It was, it was, it was great. We we had a good time. Um, I have my poster. <laughs> <laughs> like just. And we had the front, we had those those recliner seats. We were just like, yeah. it was badass. Everybody, like, I was like, we're not gonna get good seats, but the fucking the, the, yeah. the room was like pretty small. Yeah. And this was like we didn't even watch it on IMAX. It was just like regular digital. Right? I don't think I needed IMAX for that. Yeah, shit. and we were like in the second row, and it was perfect. It was like right here. It was yeah. Like, it was really really good. It was good. Um, it was a good experience. You know, me and Joey, we've been watching this for like forever now. We're basically now reviewing these movies because of this podcast. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Um, so. You, literally, you can't go anywhere without seeing something involving something with something with Marvel. Literally, you can go like to any store, and there's a whole section of Marvel now. There's a clothing line for kids. There's coloring books. Like, I'm not saying these weren't there, but let's face it. Most of the time, you probably just see like, just like see Spider-Man. Like, what other hero have you noticed that has been has like gone the notice in these past ten years? Like, say Iron Man or whatever. Other characters that have been that have yeah been, like, like before growing. MCU like what other Marvel characters like you see going around like X Men probably yeah X Men but it's like about like every three characters or whatever you know right so like that's that's kind of like what made me want to start this topic was that um, clearly um, things have changed in the past ten years because let's face it there was there's that whole like you know we just got into the decade this is 2020. You know, Marvel movies didn't start till 2008, and now 10 years later, basically more than 10, 10 years later, we're here. We had like the big movie Endgame, um, Infinity War, and all that cool stuff, and they just overtook everything. And that's like what I uh, inspired me to do this conversation with you guys. Um, you know, I kind of wanted more people here, but you know, scheduling is a difficult difficulty. I know oh, Kelvin yeah. was like, Kelvin was like, I want to do this. Oh crap! I got no one to cover me for work. Eli, take over. I'm like, I got you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a he's a Tony to my cap. <laughs> In a way, if you think about it. I mean, you know, that's a certain that's certainly a perspective. Yeah. Easy there, Banner. I oh, know he beat Banner. Um, okay. <laughs> but no, let's start off with um, just talk about how these movies has gotten to be like we've like just the movies prior. Like we all know, like we all like read comics stuff, but these people. You know, normal people didn't get into the Marvel stuff until like the movies. So, like, let's talk about the obvious stuff, like before Marvel, the Marvel movies hit us with like comic book movies. Because before that, we had like Superman, 
the Christopher Reeve Superman classic. Yeah. But there were like a bunch of reboots prior, no? Yeah. You're not wrong. There was like, well, I don't say reboots, but like attempts. Like even like, there were even like TV movie attempts or something like that. You guys remember that? I don't know if you remember this. I'm Joy, I know you remember this. That old like 90s cat movie? Yeah, yeah, there was like a 90s like uh, cat movie that was like very bizarre, I guess. Yeah, right Red word. Skull was Italian for whatever reason. No, no, he was he was he was hiding out in Italy. Was he? Was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's what All I remember is that like in so it's funny, David. I don't know if you've seen this. I, I recommend you check it out, just to like know your little Marvel movie backstory and stuff. Yeah. Uh, funny thing about the costume, you know how in, like the costume in the comics. The wings. You know, he has the, the wings. He has the wings too. But um, what is really funny. Is that, you know how in the costume he can see, like, his ears and stuff? Like, Captain America's ears, like, in the comics. So, they they did that, too, but instead of having his real ears, it was fake ears. Like, prosthetics. Prosthetic ear. To, like, just, like his ears were covered up. And just to make sure he still is still accurate to the comics, they put, it like, little wax ears outside just to make it look like... It's it's really dumb, dude, I'm telling you. So, like... Is the from what I, like I know like Captain America like in the comics he kind of wears most like like a skin tight suit is yeah. that supposed to be like the effect yeah but they couldn't really get the ears properly right? yeah it's basically that and then like it became a joke that Captain America likes to steal cars because like and like I swear if it like there's always a scene of Captain America stealing a car in that movie so like these were the standards in the time for before we had like what Blade yeah and, and Blade Spider-Man. was the big one. I'm guessing that was because of the lack of development and, like, stunts. That's all they had to do. Like, oh, I'll steal a car. But you also have Wonder Woman, no? Wonder Woman was, like, uh, you know, this was, like, a series. So yeah, she had, like, her own stunts and everything. Oh, yeah. So, and if we're going to TV series, you, gotta forget, you can't forget about the good old Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Bill Bixby. Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. yeah. He was painted. He was like, Because <sighs> he's such a, such a big guy. I've seen a big, I've seen him like in person whenever I went to like a comic con or whatever. Really? And That's I saw him new. once, and he's like he is huge. Mm-hmm. He's not like under the giant huge, but he's huge. And he's like like I, he's not as you know, I don't know if he's like muscular as he was because he's like, he's old. He's like seventy. He's old. Seventy <laughs> like, something. Yeah. So like, there's no, there's no no fault in that guy. Yeah. But um, no, these were like the standards. Like, you know, they're over top and silly, and you know the. It was mostly for to appeal like the like the children audience if you think about it because nowadays, like uh, going into I think this was like part of the nineties you know the Captain America the Woman Wonder Woman stuff that would mostly appeal like younger audiences, mm-hmm. but then you have like the actual attempt in like dude the Batman movie. movies the Batman movies yeah uh, like, with like, uh, Tim Burton ones Tim Burton ones yeah. these were these were these were dark. Like these, these were dark, but in like in that kind of Tim Burton kiddish way. Like the and theme. so you got the second one. Then that one was a little dark. Yeah. And then uh, Joe Schumacher came in like all the penguin. Ping- like, <laughs> <laughs> Joe Schumacher, Joey's favorite director of all time, right? It's, it's Who? Sure, I guess. I don't fucking know. <laughs> you say that like every single time. Uh no, it's uh, you know, me and Batman Forever and, and Batman and Robin. And yeah, the two were... the two overly silly ones at the end of like the those movies. I've never seen them, but I did watch a clip on YouTube once about um it's like this part where they show Poison Ivy and she comes in and everything and like I think I, I did I read about them mm-hmm. those movies that were supposed yeah. to be very comic bookish, so they're very like Adam West style. They're Adam West style like they're supposed they're supposed to be silly in their, yeah. own, <laughs> in their own attempt, but I'm like, 
You know what? I've yet to watch those movies. I don't even know what to even watch those movies, but yeah. I, I, I don't mind watching them, but I do prefer the Tim Burton ones because it, 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 if you think about it, like DC comics, yeah. they're dark, right? Yeah. And Tim Burton, he kind of nails Sur- it. Surprisingly enough, yeah, DC comics can be dark, but like, I always feel like their heroes don't need to be dark. Mm. Yeah, like Superman doesn't need to be dark. That's true. Yeah. But no, these are, like I said, these were the, the standards, you know, the Tim Burton movies and all stuff. And then like later on, like early 2000s, we had the big Marvel movie, which was Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, which we all grew up watched, loving. Yeah. Like, First I'm, one and the second one. Oh, I love that movie. I have it on DVD. Like, let's face it. Like when we were kids, we all knew. We all sang that one Nickelback song. The, the how's it go, Jay? It's 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 Hero by Nickelback. Yeah. yeah the Jack Kroger, like um. And they say uh, that a hero can save us. us. Not <laughs> Darren's like like the like who no. listens to Nickelback? <laughs> like, uh, like no, I have I have good <laughs> musical taste. <laughs> sir, okay. sir, nah. Just bring out guitar. Let's all just start jamming. <laughs> you know what? I actually bought a pack of strings and my attempt at like putting them on. Like I think I went like I tightened one too like mm-hmm. too tight. Yeah. And I popped it and I cannot buy like individual strings. I have to buy another set. I paid good yeah. money. Yeah. I'm like yeah yeah I know about that. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. Like, my computer, my, my guitar is just sitting there. I'm like, I'm sorry. I failed you. I'm kidding. I failed you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you always have the extra ones, though. Yeah. But no, um, let's, like, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man was probably the biggest, like, film, like, comic book movie at the time. Let's, like... Oh, yeah. Like, we, yeah. you couldn't go anywhere without it. Like, If it wasn't for Spider-Man, we didn't have, we, I think, of, no, uh, who, what came prior, Spider-Man or the X-Men? Spider-Man, right? Spider-Man came out in 2000. I want to say it was Spider-Man. No, no, and the X-Men came out, I think, before, actually. Yeah. Did it come out like in 18? I have a laptop here. Let me just look it up. Because I'm pretty sure Spider-Man came out in 2002, and X-Men was 2000. I'm pretty sure. Okay, X-Men released in 2002, the original one with good old Hugh Jackman. Oh, really? Was it 2002? 2000. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Spider-Man by Sam Raimi. Was really no, you're right. It was X Men was the first one. I was I was wrong, because remember the whole like the Twin Towers, they how they were in the original trailer, but they had to edit them out. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. That's the way. I, that's how I always remember because the, the the Twin Towers scenes. But aside the point, that's a totally different conversation itself. But no, like X Men was the uh, the one of the bigger like films to come out. You see, as as for, like from what I see and from yeah. what I know, like Marvel comics, they were doing good like back in the '60s and everything with uh, with what's his name, um, the creator Stanley and yeah. Jack Kirby and all these really good creators. But all of a sudden, like the X Men, like for example, that's a big title and they were doing well. But they got to the point that they just couldn't like people weren't picking the mes- those issues up because apparently they just lost interest. So you see like a slow decrease in like you know Marvel like an interest in people in Marvel comics, and for that reason they had to sell. Like you know, they have to sell properties. Oh yeah, and that's, that's that's how we got the whole like Fox Sony, thing, Sony, Sony thing. and everything. Yeah. So like you know, that starts to fall apart. Marvel and like Marvel doesn't really have that many good characters until mm-hmm. you know later on with Kevin Feige he decides to do this you know MCU thing. But like I believe that it's going down into the nineties. Like you know, people are trying to like do uh, like films like Blade and all these characters, but they're oh, not. Oh yeah, that was not that, a lot of people. Know. If we're going with like the comic book history of itself. Um, Comics in the '90s were, they were kind of like, what's the word when you're, um, over? They were oversaturated. Like you had like a third competing company image, with their own original stuff with a lot of former Marvel and DC guys, and 
they would often sell like the same issue 50 different times because each one has a different cover and like each one because like people started noticing oh if i like buy this comic so like let's say action comics number one the big the first comic book ever made was for the superman that's worth like what a shit ton of money and like wasn't that long ago they announced that one of the marvel tales is worth like i don't say six billion or more than that six million Billion, I think. I don't remember. Billion. I don't believe that. Well, I was. I, I'm. I'm just going off by what I remember seeing. So I'm probably already off by that. But aside, but like they they go for a lot of money as people start like investing in it, but not realize that, you know. And I know this is kind of off topic, but this but this is kind of going into like what we're gonna say about X Men and Spider Man. That, like, because of the oversaturation and now realizing that hey, these... Because they would buy comics just to save them for, like, years later, they're going to cost worth a lot of money. But they start, they didn't realize that, you know, the reason why those comics are so much worth so much is because they're super old and the printing style at the, at the time isn't like with the printing style we have now. Like, now it's just more like kind of like digital, but back then it was like newspaper print, so it was a lot different. So, like, now people are always like, oh, I kind of, like, wasted a shit ton of money. You know, Are you talking like in the nineties, like people they bought like they invested a lot in comic books because they thought they were gonna be valuable? Well yeah, they are valuable, but that's but it's one of those things. How valuable is this thing gonna be in like twenty years? Kind of stuff. Think about that. Well it all depends on like how much how many copies are there. If it's unique, it's obviously yeah. like worth a lot of money. But if there's like so many of them, then it just depends like it just increases the rarity of of the thing like you know mm-hmm. if it's a comic book and oh yeah there's like 500 of them available then each individual one is going to be worth that not, not a lot you know yeah. so i mean that's just really how it is but i had no idea but what you're telling me is, yeah. is so what you're telling me is that the, the comic books that were uh, printed out in the 90s you were telling me that they were saturated but during that time there were still like the mm-hmm. like the the, the format like the the print yeah was different and that's what makes them more valuable it's it's weird to like I, I like going I, I recommend people to check out their comic book history and like comments of the sales because it's so interesting because um, newspaper print is so different than like kind of the print we have now like it's a lot more I don't know how to explain it really well because I'm not that educated I guess to say yeah. But like it's 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 an interesting thing to look into, and I recommend anyone to do it, including you guys who are listening and are watching. But no, going back to like what we're talking about the film, uh, like um, the importance of like this stuff. You know, Spider Man and X Men were the big guys who like really brought Marvel to the front center. Like, let's like let, let's think about it. Spider Man and X Men are like the franchises that we all would want to see in the MCU. But because of the stuff that happened in the nineties, we can't really get them. Because Never and like him. yeah, they're they're Can they're I mean, yeah. uh, Stanley. Stan. He's like we're working. Yeah, but like let's face it, those were like when you thought of Marvel, you those are the ones you thought about because yeah. that's how impactful it was. And like later on, because of stuff that we don't know, because we're not that into it. Well, not that into it, but like we don't know as much. We we get end up getting like not as good because we talked about Spider Man three. And, like, let's face it, X-Men 3. X-Men 3 was half-assed. <laughs> like, there's good parts in it, but there's bad parts in it. Uh, you but, didn't like when the Juggernaut said, I'm the Juggernaut, bitch? I'm the Juggernaut, <laughs> bitch. I'm, I'm like, the Juggernaut. Uh, the, the, one of the original memes out there. <laughs> 
But like the the iconic parts of that movie is like when uh, Jean like she kills a professor. Yeah. Like the the whole thing about it is pretty badass, and like the final battle, that's like when she starts like turning everybody into ash. Yeah. That, like she did it first in Thanos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I never thought about that. Jean like decimated like people to ash like before Thanos did. So. Oh yeah. She's the first one. And it's funny how um, these films basically like set the staple for like. But you know, hold on. Now that I think about it, uh, Brian Singer he was the director of the first one and the second one. The second one, man, the beginning was badass oh, with a Nightcrawler. He's oh, like, yeah. like he's like going down so, the like, house. Uh, that was really good. Here, here's a good like comic to to check out. Um, that that it's not an exact like one to one like adaptation for it, but from what I realized is that that movie is inspired by the. I want to say it was like graphic novel or whatever. It's inspired by the the story God Loves, Man Kills, where it's basically William Stryker, the guy you see in the movie. Instead of being a general, he's kind of like a like um over religious dude, like a zealot, who's like saying, you know, mutants are this thing that God did not want, and da 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 da, and that's where you get like a lot of the more iconic scenes, and not iconic scenes, but you get the idea. You get the you get the idea of like why where did this come from and like and but how does that like because I remember like you know I know Nightcrawler he's super religious and next too yeah like you see him he's like very religious and everything is that from God Loves Man Kills I think he's part of the story but I don't remember what it was it's been a long time since I checked out that book uh, I think I have it somewhere no I don't I probably don't I'm not lying I'm lying but um. No, the, these these story like let's face like these movies were a part of were a part of like the whole Marvel thing, and then later on, let, like let's face it, those movies were uh, they were good, but they were also kind of cheesy at the same time. Which ones? The X Men. The X Men movies and Spider Man movies, especially Spider Man. There was a lot of cheese in that. They were cheesy, but they were practical. Like the guy that made those movies, Sam Raimi, he's the one that he's the one that made. Oh, he um, has like a Kevin. Uh, Kevin, not Kevin in the Woods. It was um Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Yeah, that that is a campy. That's like fun campy, and like uh, I was talking to Joey about this. Like, they're campy in like the best way possible. Like you can't, like, not laugh now looking at those movies and still enjoying them. Like you, I still enjoy those movies. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. It's also like. Man, this is like, how did I not notice how funny this was? Like the whole, um, what's your favorite line from like the Green Goblin says in the first movie? Uh, I don't know. He has too many funny lines. Uh, I think I probably want the ones I just off the top of my head is like, uh, Godspeed, Spider Man. <laughs> like just, just that, that, yeah. that, that scene was just so funny to me. Now looking back, but you know these were they the, were bloody, huh? Do you remember that part, that battle with the the. Was it with the Green Goblin? Yeah. Yeah. No, and then he's good. like, he's like, he's basically kicking Spider-Man's ass, but at the very end, he like fucking impels him. He's like, oh, oh. oh that's from the the Death of Gwen Stacy storyline. Really? Yeah. When the Green Goblin impels himself? Yeah. Really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I don't know anything about comics, but you that's know, what at least, yeah. I, you know, listen, I know for a fact that Sam Raimi does care about comics because he did a really good Spider-Man too. And, uh, like, the third Spider-Man oh, yeah. movie, there was, like, uh, there was a difference. There was, like, a bunch of... Um, there was a lot of studio meddling. A studio meddling, and Sam Raimi wanted they, to do they, his thing. He loves comics. Yeah, he he, they, he didn't want to put... He didn't originally want to put um, Venom, right? Venom in there. He wanted it to be just, you know, Sandman. What was going to be the original story? From my understanding, it was just going to be Sandman and, like, 
What's uh um, Harry Harry Osborne the, the new Green Goblin? Yeah, like a lot of the good scenes that you think of, that was mostly his, and like a lot of the bad ones were probably most likely the studio meddling. Like but you know, executives. yeah, and like I think that's what kind of hurt these movies. You know, you don't let you didn't let the guys you know who li- literally love the the source material do their job. Yeah, they don't have like free um, yeah creativity, and then like. Like in terms of like earlier before MCU, we gotta talk about the the big movie that sorry the big movie that changed a lot of the, people's ideas about comic book movies, The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, yeah. Yeah, that was the movie that taught people like, hey, comic movies can be awesome. And that's why I love the Joker. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> because it's like it's a uh, what do we call it? It's the like the storyline is so fleshed yeah. out that it's more it's so human it's so like you know believable. Yeah, and he he did his research on like well I don't agree with the interpretation of the Joker in the film in some areas. He did his research like he he knew what the Joker should be. Who the uh, Christopher Christopher uh, Nolan? Nolan. Yeah. Yeah. Nolan yeah. yeah, yeah, he did a he did some good. Sh- I mean, they're granted they're just like the most well known stories of Batman involving the Joker, Killing Joke, Long Long Halloween, and all that good stuff. But it's it's Joe is the uh, the the uh, Two Face. What is it? Uh, Two Face. I'm forgetting his name. Dun dun dun. Uh, Henry Dent. Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent. Dent. Yeah. Harvey did he Dent. kill? Can we trust? him? Uh, I think Batman did, yeah, at the end. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he pushed him off that 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 that, that thing or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, like because he was about to kill. He was about to kill uh, Jim Gordon's son or whatever. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Dude. I thought it was kind of like a like an imitation. I thought it was like the Joker saying, "Hey, like you know." Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time since I could rewatch it. I actually have that movie on Blu-ray. Yeah, but, that's, that's like, like I don't know. It, yeah. But no, like, that movie, like, set the standard of, like, more, like, realism and comic, movie, comic book movies. Because that's, like, that's the whole thing about the Dark Knight trilogy. They're kind of realistic. Yeah. And so we get to, like, the whole introduction of the first Marvel film, which is good old... Incredible Hulk? No. Oh, no, no, it was Iron Man. Iron Man, Iron Man was the first you see, one. see, Iron Man, I believe that, uh, what's his name? Um, Robert Downey Jr.? No, not Robert Downey Jr. Um, uh, John Favreau, he made it in the attempt that it, it was going to be like its own single thing. Yeah. But then they decided to integrate it into the MCU. Oh, that's, the, oh yeah, the, the whole... Um, and I don't even have that movie on DVD, so I don't know how to watch it, but I hear it's really good. I'd it's say really it's, good. it's like in the same level as Spider-Man 2. Like, yeah. some movies are actually well, well made, so I really want to watch it. Oh, of course, right and like, what... um. That led us to like the iconic scene with Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury, the Avengers Initiative, and that sort of spiraled into this whole idea of a cinematic universe. That basically, let's face it, Hollywood tries to attempt every time. Well, I mean, sequels. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, it's not even sequels. It's more like, hey, I, these are different movies that actually are actually part of the same world, and. They all lead up to this cool one movie. Like, let's face it, like, it took Iron Man 1 and 2, Captain America, Thor, and Incredible Hulk. And if you watch all those films, you, and you watch Avengers, you felt, you know, like, hey, this is awesome. This is what I always wanted. And, like, if you read a comic book, you know, like, hey, sometimes you gotta read this book and this book and this book, and it all leads to the big book and kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's, like, so, and it's, like, so accurate. And I say accurate, but I mean, like, it's so, um... 
you feel like you're a part of that universe now. Yeah. And like, this gets to my next thing about the conversation is um, Hollywood literally tried to copy it in many forms. Like, David, you probably mostly know it from like the DC films, but Joey, you know some other like attempts of a cinematic universe. Well, I mean, like, to be fair, it's kind of like the idea of a cinematic universe has always been kind of a thing. It's just that it's. Because funny enough, like, I think for the example I'm going to mention, like, Universal's, like, dark universe that they tried to pull off with the, yeah. with the new movie and, and failed spectacularly. Like, to be fair, Universal had, like... That's right. Like, did it, like, before, back in the 50s with all their old monster movies. They're all basically connected, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So, for there them, was like... the the Abbott Costello stuff. Yeah, that the stuff, too. The Invisible Man. And, uh, where is it? Frankenstein? Frankenstein. Bride of Frankenstein. Dracula? Dracula, Son of Dracula. I think there was a Daughter of Dracula movie at one point. Our, like this whole cinematic universe, Joy, as you were saying, they've done this before. We just, it was just never as connected, I guess? Well, I think more of like, yeah, I guess, because like, like, I think back, like the original monster, like Universal Monster, like, universe, like, would only like a carry, like they weren't like, they weren't set up to be like interconnected at the beginning. They just happened to like eventually like have like crossovers. Like the MCU yeah. was like established to be like that from the get go, more or less. I think when Kevin Feige thought of the idea, he was like, "Oh, let's just like, do something like this." And then I think you know, they uh, they eventually put that stinger in at the end of Iron Man to like eventually uh, secure that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's sort of like the. Uh, I think that's sort of the idea. Mm-hmm. Is that like <laughs> we're all just wondering if that's gonna catch on to the audio? <laughs> nah, I think it's fine. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's gonna. ASMR. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> we're just like we're gonna start making this. Like... <laughs> yeah, but no, it's just sort of like it, 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 yeah. I think the MCU was sort of like the first intentional like cinematic universe because yeah. like yeah, like the the, mo- the the monster universe from Universal back in like the forties and fifties like weren't like. They weren't intentional. It was like, oh, this would be kind of like a cool thing for people. It was kind of like the, like I believe the the invention of that idea. It's like, yeah, okay, what do we do this? We're gonna be doing this, let's, and then let's yeah. do a Frankenstein versus the Wolfman. I'd watch that. Yeah, because yeah, it was just yeah. mostly like a versus kind of film. Like, let's see Freddy versus Krueger. <laughs> Freddy versus Krueger, even though they have no connection, even though. There's some say because there's that one Freddy movie, uh, Freddy, um, Friday Thirteen movie. I was scared of those movies. Honestly. <laughs> I, I believe I'm not, it. I've never been a horror man, horror person. No, that's fine, dude. But no, there was a, like the one Friday Thirteenth movie. I used to get namers. <laughs> there was one Friday Thirteenth movie where um, it was like Jason backs on the floor and then Freddy's hand pops out and grabs the mask and like that was like oh they're gonna do a crossover. So does that mean? Da, da, da. But no, we didn't really get that until like. Yeah, the, like a full one until the MCU, and then everyone tries to copy it. Like we all, like I said earlier, we all know DC tried to do it. They're kind of still doing it. I mean, you know, they they're, they're bouncing back. They're, they're sort of yeah. like, because so, like right now, like even Universal trying to do it again. Like you said earlier, Joy, the they try to do a um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the Dark Universe. Yeah, the Dark Universe, which did not end well. Like it literally like just likes, the Mummy like bombed hard and. Uh, you know they haven't said anything about the other movies. They're they're all postponed essentially. So yeah, because like which I, I assume just means that they're not making them and they don't want to admit to not making them. Yeah, like um, there's because like I remember it was po- originally supposed to start with that one Dracula movie with um, 
What's his name from The Hobbit? Dracula um, movie? Rube, um, I think Dracula Untold. Untold, yeah, that yeah, was the name of the movie. Yeah, I think I vaguely remember that. Yeah, that was the name of the movie. From, like, I love, uh, like, my, one of my favorite series of all time is, like, video game series is Castlevania. Yeah. And I watched the Dracula Untold movie, and there's, like, so many cool things about it. I love the movie. It's, like, ve- like it's visually stunning. Oh, yeah. And I like that part where he's, like, like his wife or something, he's, like, falling from the cliff, and he's trying to get him, but, like, at the same time, the sun is rising. So he's, like, dying while he's trying to get her. And then she dies, and then he's like, ah, he goes mad, and then he all, does all that shit. Man, that's a good movie. But <laughs> come on, like, I, what really pisses me off at this point is that, like, I would love to see that universal, like, you know, um, oh, universe yeah. with, like, a bunch of, like, different monsters and everything. Oh, yeah. But The Mummy, it could have been an awesome opportunity because Tom Cruise was in that movie, right? Yeah, yeah he was Tom in that movie, yeah. Tom he, he, he would have been he, the, the leading guy for the whole of those movies. Hell yeah. And, like, he does, he has, like, he's the big, he's the main star of, like, one of the best Dude, series ever, um, Mission Impossible. What's his name? So Russell how can you just, Crow. like, screw him up like that? Yeah, Russell Crowe Russell, Russell Crowe is supposed to be Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde kind of thing, and he was part of, like, he is supposed to have his own movie, and, like, no, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. yeah and, like, yeah, if you yeah, go yeah. into the scene where, like, they're walking into, like, the big, like, basically S.H.I.E.L.D., <laughs> their universe is S.H.I.E.L.D., like, they have, like, references to all these other movies, to, like, our soon-to-be films, like, Dracula and Frankenstein, because, um, who was it, Angelina Jolie was supposed to play the Bride of Frankenstein. Uh, oh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, she was supposed to play the Bride of Frankenstein. I, I think Johnny Depp was supposed to be the Invisible Man, too. Which I was totally, I would totally be down for. <laughs> And, and they fucked it. Yeah, they, <laughs> up. They, they, they dropped the bad. ball hard. Real bad. What's another um, cinematic universe? Godzilla. I mean, Godzilla. Yeah, it's definitely one. I think it's it's mm. like okay, it's doing fine for itself. It's, yeah. It hasn't like I guess burned up yet. Essentially. No, people are still interested in it at best. To be honest, the first one with uh, Brian Cranston, I believe, like you know the guy from um, Breaking yeah, Bad. Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. And Malibu, I, I love that movie. The one in Japan. Right? Yeah. I thought it was good, but it was too damn long. I was like, come on. <laughs> like, no, the thing, like I li- the thing I liked about that like... movie, though, just to get off topic real quick, is that it captured the idea of, like, like the like the big giant monsters as, like, this sort of force against nature. Like, this, this, this nature thing that's going to come in. Like, Godzilla coming in, it's, like, n- like, unnatural disaster kind of thing. Like, everything goes dark. It's a lot of destruction, a lot of death, and it's it's like it's part of nature kind of thing. But aside from that, that is the the only one I can think of that's like kind of moderately successful. I mean, what about um the new one, uh, Godzilla King? I, l- I like the monster stuff more than the human stuff in that one. I, I like it, the, the yeah. trailer was good. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Though. Yeah, it you like, like the, the monster Mothra? stuff? Same. Oh, yeah. you love the Mothra stuff. It looks the, beautiful. The, and then the Claire right now, I'm gonna say right now. Listen to the soundtrack for the movie. Nice. Really? Oh yeah. You they know got, the like, soundtrack that I've been listening to lately is uh for Black Panther. Oh dude. Yeah, yeah. Black Panther is pretty sick. Oh yeah, especially since the guy also made the Mandalorian. Oh, I haven't that, seen that. Oh, you guys it. have Disney Plus? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I have like I've have, I have so much to catch up on. Like, you know, but I, it's because I'm waiting for the Winter Soldier to come out, and I think they're gonna like release it in August. So I'm yeah, we'll see. Well, WandaVision we'll... 2020. <laughs> We're it makes little... sense, right? Vision yeah. 2020. Like, <laughs> oh my god! That's oh the reason why Marvel god. pushed it. It was gonna be in 2021, but they pushed 2020 because you know Vision 2020. That's 
This is Barbara Walters that's bad. and you're watching 2020. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a good marketing technique. Like, do you remember when Infinity War came out? They had the Infinity Curse and shit. Yeah. They fucking made the relation and they're like, we're going to release it. So, so, so going back to the Superman, like Hollywood just trying to copy. Aside from that, there's... Um, the Fast and the Furious saga. I mean, I guess technically now, because they were all just like, you know... It's own little thing. They also apparently have short movies that only released in like Brazil that... Really? In Bra- well, I guess that makes sense. Brazil probably... Yeah. You know, those movies would probably make sense. It's a Brazil. big country. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big No, country. I mean, because like, you know, all, all the crazy like fast car stuff and oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's like a thing that, that became a cinematic work. universe out of nowhere I mean t- I guess yeah I guess because like what like they had like what like mm-hmm. eight movies at this point with like a spinoff featuring uh, The Rock and uh, Jason Statham okay, uh, John, something versus Hops yeah Hops and Scobs or whatever Scobs yeah <laughs> no, it's uh, Calvin and Hops that's what it is Shaw Hops and Shaw uh, Hops and Shaw yeah oh, right yeah. Oh, okay Shaw alright Scobs I'll just say uh, Scobs Hoops and shoots. Hoops and shoots. No, but like the... That yeah. sounds like... Like, corporate <laughs> is going to be like, I like that. We're going to make that into a movie. Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, just a, I just literally... But I kind of feel like, like for me, when I saw the, the Hobbs and Shaw trailer, I was like, okay, I buy it. But you know what they reminded me of? Uh, Black Panther and Infinity War. Because you have, like, the, the very end, you have, like, a battle between Samoans, and then you have, like, these, like, guys with guns mm-hmm. and shit. I'm like, what kind of shit is this? And it's like a straight ripoff of Infinity War because you have like, you like. Uh, okay, I didn't realize uh, this. You can kind of consider the old uh, Toho Godzilla movies as a cinematic universe. Oh yeah, like the, I old, they have, like, the old Godzilla. The films. old ones. The old Japanese ones. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess yeah. you can because that's weird. Because Mothra starred, like, in Godzilla movie. No, no, Mothra starred in her own movie and then. Then crossed she, over with Godzilla. Godzilla. That's right. And then, like in the nine, uh, somewhere in the nineties, like she again showed up on Godzilla and then had her own films. You're just clearly telling we're, I'm a Godzilla nerd, <laughs> but no. Yeah, I completely forgot. Yeah, I guess that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was like, Godzilla like, again. When I was little, I was like, is Godzilla real? <laughs> I was scared. I, I, I mean, I guess like uh, there's also the Conjuring. Like you said, oh, yeah. that's right. That's the right. Conjuring. I think that's universe. the only other successful one, just because those movies are like very low budget, mm-hmm. and you know, like. Despicable Me. No, no, not Despicable Me. No, no, God no. Uh, uh, the, the Conjuring <laughs> movies, like uh, you know, Conjuring one, two, three, Annabelle, all that stuff. Like all those are like. What's take, yeah? What sells is like based on a real story or based on true. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. Supposedly. <laughs> Paranormal Activity. I mean, that's not really a cinematic It's universe. more like, that one just more has, has sequels. But Conjuring, yeah, it's, like, I'm literally looking at it. And, yeah, the Conjuring, you know, that is considered a one. I can't believe people made, like, uh, they like they were actually scared of, like, just fucking cameras like a mouse. And then people get dragged <laughs> like that. People have weird fears. People have weird fears. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that. Yeah, so, um, let, let's, let, like, it's been around, like Joey said. And now, for the past 10 years, people try to copy it. Like, we've seen DC fail at it because they rushed everything in just, in like, two or three movies. <gasps> I just remembered, guys. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Have you seen the trailer for the new DVD movie? They have oh, Mortal Kombat right. sh- uh, sh- uh, Scorpion's Revenge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They actually have a live-action movie. Co- um, they're going to release a trailer in August, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, because I forgot they are making live-action. Yeah, again. and who knows? We're going to see that. Do a cr- That's going to be another cinematic kind of film. I want to see that shit. I would see imagine. it, too. Not going to lie about just that. But um, aside from that... Get over here. 
But you know, it's 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 a fun. It's interesting to see how, you know, when we say for the past ten years they've been part of pop culture, they established a lot of stuff in the past ten years. You know, they're the only ones who successfully did a, well, did the most successful like shared universe. Like, I'm not saying you need to watch all these movies, but you know, there's like a good. You know, you know, you're you know, you and your friends are gonna go watch a Marvel movie. Because they established, because you would want to watch it for the next film, for yeah. the next big film. Yeah, more, yeah, more or less. Yeah. yeah, and you're, and they try, and even in more, even other companies that have Marvel, you know, ties like the X Men stuff and the Sony Spider Man, they try to do their own cinematic universe too. But then, yeah, yeah, because the Amazing Spider Man series tried to set up their own cinematic universe, which. Uh, Kind of bomb. Oh, do, do you know about Sony's uh, attempt at cinematic universe, David? Over what? Uh, but uh, like what they try to do for like their own cinematic universe, like their supposed next films aside from the Amazing Spider-Man three. Mm-hmm. Joey, you tell them. <laughs> was it like? Is it Marvel property or is it something? Well, else? yeah, it's gonna be because you know Sony owns all the Spider-Man stuff. So they're just gonna build a cinematic universe around Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. I think. Yeah. yeah, and like one of the movies was supposed to be at May, where she was a spy in World War Two. Actually, that was pretty interesting. That sounds pretty badass, but like when you think about it, so you're she's too damn old. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it, um, it doesn't make any sense. Um, they try to do their own like, I would say like their own Sinister Six movie before having them showed up on like. Have you seen the Morbius trailer? Yeah. Have you seen the, 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 it's, it's, people are saying they're still trying to do that with the Morbius trailer. I'm like Jesus. Like, I, I saw the trailer and I wasn't impressed. Why? Because I've already seen Jared Leto as the Joker, and I'm like, ah, come on, you gotta, you guys should have cast another person. Oh yeah, no, they yeah. like, yeah, he's I a mean, name though. He's it's a, a quality trailer. I like it. Yeah, but who asked for it? Nobody. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. Who asked for a Morbius movie? Nobody. Who, nobody, nobody asked for a damn Morbius movie. Who knows about Morbius aside from the guy that actually reads comics and, and the guy who actually. Who doesn't still doesn't even care about Morbius? Uh, <laughs> and like, I mean, we've seen like so many like uh, vampire movies. We had Dracula Untold. Do you remember? Uh, uh, was it called? Priest? Do you remember was that Priest movie? One? It was I don't a, remember. It was like a vampire movie, right? I don't recall what this movie is. Priest. <laughs> I saw that shit in 3D, and it was weird because I wear glasses. So. I mean, we wear glasses, and we yeah. saw Captain America in 3D. Was it good? Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. <laughs> the only cool part was when the shield actually got thrown into the screen. Yeah. yeah. No, but... Um, I don't like the reason. <laughs> X-Men tried to do it, and they failed. Sony is still trying to do it for a reason. Honestly, I feel like you should just focus on Spider-Verse, and that's it. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's oh, like... they're even doing a Spider-Verse, like, like cinematic universe. Because remember, they're supposed to do, like, a movie about, like, all the Spider-Women? Like they're supposed to have Gwen Stacy, um, Spider Woman. Oh, uh, is it is it made by the people that made the Into the Spider Verse? Supposedly. Then I'm fine. I, that's fine. And I, it's supposed to be. Introduced. I think it's. I think it works because at least with that stuff, I think it will work because one, it's animated, so it's already like setting stuff apart from the live action stuff. Yeah. And two, like you know, I I, I trust the people behind the, the Into the Spider Verse way more than like any other live action stuff they're doing. Oh, of course. But um, starting to move on from that, because like let's say, because like you know, this is this is the MCU. They've established, you know, the formula on how to make this work. You start off with characters, you know, no one knows about, and then you give them characters that people would like. Like let's say, like again, I've said this before, no one knew about Guardians of the Galaxy, and they're trying it again with the Eternals, who literally only have one good story. I think David's the only one who read it in this room. Yeah. 
<laughs> I found it in um, Half Price. I saw it. I'm like, okay, this is cool. But apparently they just wake up out of nowhere and they're like, oh, we're heroes or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's because I don't really see the Eternals, but I kind of do see like how they are going to be integrated into the MCU because yeah. from what I know is that the Eternal movie is going to be happening like right after Endgame. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's going to be like, you know, right after this massive battle, the Eternals are going to like wake up and they're going to be like, what the fuck? Like, you know, they're going to be here in Earth. We have been called. Be... <laughs> right? And that's what happened with, um, do you remember, like, the Avengers? Like, yeah. after what happened in the Avengers, I think that's what triggered other, like, uh, like you know, present, like, even um, Thanos or something. Like, you know, he was like, you know what, I'm going to come and do it. So, yeah. like, I just believe that after a big event, that's when you bring in, like, more, like, characters like that. Of Like, you're, you're going to start yeah. increasing the odds. You're going to start increasing, like, the, the size of, like, the scale of... I believe, like, uh, of battles of, of what's at stake, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you bring the Eternals, that's basically, like, they're going to be here on Earth or something after Endgame, and they're going to be looking for the Deviants. So the Deviants are basically, like, uh, the creation of uh, so the I'm Eternals. So I'm going to stop you, because you're, you're going through the whole book, buddy. We'll talk about it no, another time. No, but look, that's basically, like, going down the line is going to, like, it makes sense for Kevin Feige how it's going to bring the end of the X-Men. Yeah. But how long is that going to take? Like five years, I think? Because yeah. now they have X-Men, and now we can see where the future could hold. But, you know, this this brings up to my next point, where, actually, you know, that ties in next to the, perfectly to the next point, the future of the MCU. Because let's face it, they've dominated 10 years, box office-wise, pop culture-wise. And they're still going. When, more, when most people are like, you know, I'm kind of, I'm done. You know, I'm glad we've yes. been just saying, like, wait, we're still going. That's what they call superhero fatigue. Yeah, like, we're still going. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I think it's a bit of superhero fatigue. And it's more of, like, Endgame. Where do you, yeah, where do you go? Yeah, Endgame is sort of, like, it's sort of, like, it's the closing of a chapter, you know? It's, it's like the closing end, of the book. It's a, it's the end of a book, and now Phase 4 and beyond is, is the opening of a new book. And it's, I think for some people, it's like, you know, I had fun. You know, Iron Man is no longer going to be in these movies. Uh, as far as we know, uh, Cap uh, is no longer going to be in these movies. As far as we know, mm-hmm. Thor yeah. still has one movie in him, but we're, I mean, yeah. I think that's the one that everyone's excited for right now. Yeah, which one? The Thor four. Uh, yeah. Taika is back. Joy's favorite. Joy's new favorite director. You Taika keep Waititi. saying that every time, and I keep saying it because I know it's true. Like, okay, Taika Waititi, I think is okay, but it's because it's kind of like uh, like his. I watched uh, what what we do in the shadows. Have you yeah. seen that movie? Yeah, uh, no, I haven't. Uh, it's like a it's like yeah a I, I know what it is like it's like a like a weird like documentary a comedy about like vampires in like modern day and then he's like we're werewolves not swerwolves like some of the comedy it kind of lands some of it doesn't it's just supposed to be quirky in a way yeah and then yeah, Taika is like uh, comedy is like quirky my brothers didn't like it when we watched it mm-hmm. like the Ragnarok cause everybody yeah I know, I know some people that didn't like the comedy but I'm like but this is hilarious yeah like Sarta you Son of a bitch, you're still alive? Yeah. <laughs> like, see, that was, like, that was one of the best lines. I think, I think Taika works with, like, going off topic, but, like, Taika works with certain actors, so that they're, I think that's why, like, him and Chris Hemsworth are, like, because they get each other. But, no, um... But, uh, yeah, wait, the most... Future, future-wise, yeah. you know, David, you said earlier, like, superhero fatigue, how do we, you know, how are they going to keep going, keep the steam going, because when everyone's just tired now, you, you just finish it off with Endgame in the most like epic comic book way possible and now you want to keep going how do you, where do you go from here you 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 save the world from being snapped off to existence where do you go and i as a comic book reader i can probably think of a couple good ones but aside from that you know how do we get there 
So I believe that, like, I think we covered. We talked about this the other day, like the last time we were here. Yeah. We talked about how, like, most of the comic book, most of the comic book movies that we watch, they're not really loyal to the to the content, like to the to the. Uh, which one called the, the the source material. The source material. These are more of adapt of adaptations, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I kind of feel like you know the the flesh and bones is there, like in the in the source material, and I kind of feel like if how can we overcome the superhero fatigue? We'll give them a better story. And if you give them a better story, like Star Wars was actually going through the same thing. They actually hired like a new like I forgot her name, but Kevin she Kennedy? yeah Kevin Kennedy and like I think through her like they really solo and they release like. Uh, What's, what else what was the other movie uh, Rogue One Rogue One right but a lot of people weren't liking even the new trilogy like Rise of the Jedi Rise of Skywalker, Skywalker. sorry Rise of Skywalker so like the lady apparently like Star Wars Disney app practically started seeing that like not a lot of people are like you know they just don't uh, they don't, they don't they're, they're not really looking forward to the next Star Wars movie because they're coming so so like so soon so what yeah. they're doing is that like they're making people wait so what I, I really see is that they can, like, really give them, like, a really good source material movie. Don't make it an adaptation. Make it something oh, solid. Oh, I would love to see a Knights of the Roll. And I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. Like, just do it right. And that's... People are yeah, going to keep them we've coming. we've had this conversation in our last episode um, where we talked about comparing Mandalorian and Sky, Rise of Skywalker. Like, yeah, they're, they're, there's, like, aspects of it that work and aspects that don't. And, like, with com- with the comic book movies, they, they're not as, like truth to the source material and I think that's what makes them kind of better because like if you're a read like to a certain degree I mean I'll give you that but like so like say like Civil War the comic the comic is pretty good but like there's aspects that I don't like there's the way they some characters are portrayed that I don't like but the movie gives you a better reason as to why they're conflicting and like why while also staying true to the characters like yeah this is how Captain America would be this is how Iron Man would be in that situation. They're not assholes to each other, unless they're assholes. They try to find a reasonable way to stop each other from doing what they what they shouldn't be doing. Instead of like, no, you're wrong, no, you're wrong, and kind of stuff. And I'm I'm excited to see what's going on, but that's only because I've followed this stuff for so long. My question is where it's gonna go because we talked, to, David. You said it yourself the Disney Plus stuff. That's where you're. That's where you're most excited about right now. Mm, so I guess it's like a different way like again the story if you can tell a good story like it's because like there's so much when you see a movie that's like two to three hours long you gotta like you know it's time like you you gotta commit it's 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 precious time Mm -hmm. and like don't you like that basically gives like a you know, it brings up to the the idea, the challenges that, like, you mm-hmm. know, creators, like, you know, directors and everything they face because, you know, you always have to fight with the executives. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, we can't have this. You know, there was like, there's always a tugging be- between, like, you know, what's going to be in the final cut of a movie. Now, if you actually implement, like, this new uh, way of actually making, like, you know, a series or that lead to a movie, that means there's actually more of, like, a, there's more timing. There's, like, more free range of uh, what you can possibly do. Like... Uh, yeah, like the new Disney Plus uh, thing, like they're gonna be doing like series that actually gives you more time to actually like integrate more story, integrate more plot. Oh yeah. So you can like see the final culmination is gonna be in the movie, and that's you know that's again you give you give a uh, you give like the customer like, the consumer like more and more and more. Hell, if WandaVision comes out and it's like super super solid, man, I'm gonna like really really like be you very excited see, for you into the happened. multiverse of madness. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. it's gonna be the massive culmination, right? So I want to see that, and I think Disney Plus is gonna be—it's a good opportunity. And who knows? Maybe like other like uh, like DC comics that may be trying to like do that because I know they do have like their own thing, 
yeah. they have like their DC uh, universe app. Universe app. Yeah. Oh, that is like its own thing. I don't know. I don't it, it's its own thing, but it it it's weird how they kind of tied it in together with that Crisis on Infinite Earths like crossover there on TV show because they had appearances from Sunkrans over there and they even had like Ezra Miller show up as the Flash, which I thought was weird. Really. Oh yeah, I'll show you, I'll, yeah, I'll show you the clip later. It was weird. I haven't seen. <laughs> I don't watch DC because I don't know what's right. Oh shit! I just remembered. Uh, <laughs> uh, Black, what's his name? Uh, Black Adam. Is that his name? Yeah, Black Adam. Black Adam. They're gonna be. They're already casting Hawk, Hawk Girl and Hawk. Oh, Hawk, uh, Hawk, Hawk Girl and Hawkman. Hawkman. Yeah. That well, makes sense. They they said it. Basically, said it in Egypt, and Hawkman and Hawk Girl were. And the confusing origins of Hawkman and Hawk Girl. They have some Egyptian stuff in there, so it makes sense. And then they died, and then they, like, resurrect and everything. And they're, like, in a way... The Hawks are weird. I kind of want to see this. I mean, go for it, dude. I'm I'm, I'm I'm all for it. But, um, no, they they have a future in this. And let's face it, in the next 10 years, even if they fail, they they still left a huge impact in in the pop culture world. It's good because they're always looking forward and they're looking into the future and they're they're basically looking for like new ways to kind of like overcome any possible, oh, uh, of course, of course, like problems. Like people are gonna be because like if you give them so much of the same thing, customers like you know the consumers are gonna be like you know we're we're actually tired of this we don't want this anymore. But now they're implementing these new like uh, series through like Disney Plus and everything and that kind of gives them like you know much more of like an attempt to see. What the like? What can we watch? What do we like? What do we don't like? Right? And you're gonna start seeing that they're gonna like you know cancel that and they're gonna do that and everything. So, I think like they're pioneering into something cooler. And I obviously, hopefully, I see that maybe in the future DC can implement something much better because the Joker. I kind of feel like that was like that's a solid starting point to like a Batman origin story because the ending was really good. I, I kind of prefer to be about uh, like a sort of a by itself kind of thing, but. Who knows? I mean, he's. They said they want to do a sequel, and then Walking Fence is down to do it. I like the end when he shoots the guy in the head. He's like, "You get what you fucking deserve." Like, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Not, but you see, like everything is like the guy. Can you believe it, Todd Phillips, the guy that made the Joker? He was the guy who made the Three Hunger, uh, Hungover, Hangover movies. I was like, I was like really? Yeah. yeah. Todd wow. Phillips made those Three Hangover movies. Where, where in the hell do you see that person like take a massive shift? Of like making these shitty movies into like a solid good movie. The Joker hey, was really good. Hey, um, Fabro was known for at the time just Elf. Elf, and he made Iron Man. Yeah. Wow, that's these, the, these wow. guys like really let care about their their product. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's 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 an impressive feat that they've, you know, that they have they've been here doing this for ten years, and they still want to go, like let like. I don't, I don't know. I'm not at that fatigue yet because I'm always I'll always be a fan. These movies kind of like basically define what kind of a fan I am. Like it, like it brought me back into comics. Like let's I, I'll say that. I don't know about you guys. And that's what that's a point that I tell you about. Like how do yeah. like movie sales impact uh, like comic book sales? Like if they're like if the movies are really good, then you're gonna be like, oh man, I should read the actual stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because like I said before, um, I'm a I'm a huge comic book fan. I read it a little bit when I was a kid. But the movies and, like, reading some of the comics again, like, brought me back in. And, like, that's another thing I want to ask you guys. You know, these guys have, like, had a huge stand on pop culture. These guys, like, the MCU has made comic book, like, the interest of comics become 
I mean, it's still niche, but like, it's more accepting now. Like, if you were a kid saying, hey, I like comics, you'd probably get beat up by some random bully. Am I wrong on that statement or am I right? Well, like, like that's the idea. Like, you be called them. You, you be kind of like, oh, that that guy over there. That's kind of like a stereotype. Yeah, not stereotyping, yeah. but like, but you know, you know what I'm saying? It like, doesn't mean it's true. Doesn't mean it's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, but what I'm saying is, is that you know, a lot more. It's become more socially accepted, I guess. Like Pokemon Go, like everybody's like, you play Pokemon, and then everybody feels like playing Pokemon Go. It's like yeah, everybody, exactly, everybody exactly. like exactly. plays the same thing. Exactly, like it pleases, like it appeals to like um, like more audiences, to more um, like demographics. Because yeah. comics, you're gonna be thinking, okay, who reads comics? It's mostly guys, and maybe if you're girls, but you have like different age age range, like you know, maybe like teenagers. Exactly. Like yeah. That. Yeah. But then if it's something like massive, like movies, and everybody's gonna be like, wow, like you know, you're gonna you're gonna actually start appealing more and more um, communities, mm-hmm. like more people, like different age groups, yeah, like different like genders. Like. It it introduced people who never got who never knew anything about comics, to comics. Yeah. Like, I like you could talk to someone. Like say ten years ago, and say let's go watch yada yada or let's you hey, you should check you should read this you know comic or whatever. They'd be like ah I don't like comics they're kind of like whatever and stuff. And but now it's like oh that's that's an Iron Man stuff. Let me go read Iron Man. I love him in the movies. He's you recognize him. Yeah, like, you oh, recognize him. It's <laughs> become that's what I'm saying. It's become like I think saying socially acceptable is like a little off. I'll admit to that. It's not about social acceptable because in the end, like, it's entertainment. Yeah. Like, obviously, you're not going to be reading stuff that it's like, okay, what is not socially acceptable is, like, you know, reading stuff that you're not supposed to. Or, like, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? But, well, like, well, in the well, end, it's like, entertainment. More like, it's more like, it's like you, you you think of it as a childish thing, but now, like, you know what? It's it's cool to like this. Go for it. Like, I'm not even upset. I guess it's just kind of like the, just just like the stereotype of that, of that mm-hmm. particular, like, activity. Like, people that, like, for example, I think you told me once, you're like, what's the, what's the difference of, like, people, like, being into, I don't know, maybe you told me this or somebody else, or I think I read it. Yeah. Like, people that are, like, so into sports, what's, what's wrong with people being so into anime or so into, like you know comics you know it's a, it's a hobby it's something that they're yeah. really passionate about yeah. yeah 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 so like you know again why should i oh yeah i'm not going to talk shit about that guy because oh yeah he likes sports right but i'm going to talk shit about this guy because he likes comics i'm mm-hmm. like no like, i shouldn't even be talking shit about anybody like, are you should even like are you, why are you still in comics man aren't you like in like 17 or whatever aren't you, didn't you grow out of that but then like you everybody's like you used to play video games i'm like yeah, it's, it's, it's for fun. everybody. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah. have to be a particular it, it age group. It introduced a lot of people to the idea of comics, and like, it let's face it, introduced a lot more readers. Yeah, yeah. And like, I kind of feel like at that yeah. point, from that, like, if like like I said, like uh, movies, mm. if they like, if I go and I watch Endgame, and I'm like, like it's such a good movie, like you know what, I'm gonna read comics. I want to go to read comics, but then you see, from what I've known, is that, like, well, I follow this lady, she's on, um, she, she used to be, uh, she does, like, movie reviews and everything, and she knows a lot about comics, because she actually had her own comic series, Yeah. and she told me that, like, you know, a lot of people, they just don't like to read comics as much as they used to, why, because the, the series, the comic book issue series, they're very short, 
And they always do like crossovers and everything, but it's nothing very solid. Something solid that you can actually commit to, right? Mm-hmm. And for that reason, I'm like, well, if if I want to read comics and I don't know where to start, like, how do I do it? So it's kind of like a more complicated uh, situation, like for somebody that wants to come into comics, right? Mm-hmm. But I kind of feel like if like if uh, movies like if these movies are doing really good and Marvel Marvel knows it, Disney knows it, yeah. then make sure that you like you know people that are coming back into like the comics and like you give them like solid material, something that actually yeah. keeps them. Like you 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 coming to you hand it to people who care about the product. Yeah, Kevin yeah, Feige right. cares about the product. Yeah, and they and Disney knows it. At the point that they basically made him in charge, they basically make him in charge of the the comics itself too. I haven't. I don't know what he's gonna do with it, but he's doing something with it. And like you can go read a DC book, an Image book, or a Marvel book. Chances are you'll find someone who's really enjoying that. Chances are who's really enjoying writing that book because I know right now Hickman's writing X Men. Um, Al Ewing is writing Immortal Hulk, which is the best Hulk book I've ever read in my entire life. Not counting Planet or World War Hulk. And like a lot of cool stuff is going on. Then it like yeah, it's it's become more like when I say I, it got me back into comics, I didn't like it was two factors. One like always wanted to like always wanted to get back into comics. Movies helped me out because I knew they were based on something. And reading some, reading like one of the best books I've ever read in my life, which was Hickman's Secret Wars, which is awesome in so many ways. That you know, my question to you guys is, you know, how how has like these movies really changed like changed your perspective on comics? I guess I, I don't I don't know. I don't think I've ever had a perspective on comics in the first place. I do know like when I was little, I used to like watching like like cartoons, like animated stuff. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, shit, there's comics. Like, I had no idea about comics, like, personally, until, like, you know, I know, I basically until I heard about this. Like, because I'm like, where the hell is the comic book store? I've been in Houston for, like, so long. But then movies like Marvel, I'm like, you know what? I should read comics because I know comics exist, but I just didn't know where to do it. Yeah. So it kind of, it did introduce me to comics, yeah, to be honest mm, with you. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, the comics itself, it's, it's still a niche thing. It like, is a niche thing. Like, you say yourself, where can I find a comic book store? There's one right over there, Third Planet, and there's one all day in Westheimer, um, Bedrock, and there's like one over there in Nans. There's always, but, I think there's also one in um, Washington Street, no? Yeah. Is that Bedrock? I think it is Bedrock. I, I said Westheimer, but you know. No, there is one in Westheimer. There oh, there is one in Westheimer, yeah, I was right. Yeah, so there's two. Yeah. There's one by downtown, like a Heights area, yeah. which is the Bedrock one. Yeah. I've been, I passed by that one and, uh, a couple of times. But you know, like, and you go into, like, these stores and you see, like, all these comic book stuff, and then you realize, yeah, aside from it being a niche thing, people are getting, like, more used to it. Bedrock is, like, open, is, like, probably, is, like, a chain of comic books right now, and so, like, you can go anywhere and, like, oh, there's, like, some cool stuff, and they have more stuff in there. Something I can, like, actually relate this to is, uh, like, the other day I went to uh, the Cactus Music Records. And what I've noticed is that, like, I... Okay, before I left, they literally have, like, a piece of, like, a newspaper article, like, just in the big-ass, like, cup, like, in a big poster. And yeah. it's right there before you leave. You can actually read the whole thing and how Cactus Records was going out of business. They actually closed, like, a bunch of places because of... People don't buy CDs anymore, right? But yeah. now, like, a lot of people, they're kind of pushing against it. And they're, like, introducing, like, exhibits and everything. They're making it more interactive. And that's what I've noticed about, like, the couple of times that I've been with him to, uh, to the West Hammer one. Uh, to the powers of X one, yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of like a social. It's an experience that they're trying to sell you now at this point, because like you know, again, if comics is so niche, 
like then make it more interactive you know make it an experience so yeah, like yeah, they have yeah, like events that. and everything yeah, so i'm like you know that's the only way uh you can like you know resu- mm-hmm. like resurrect this type of like uh oh yeah thing because a lot of people that really know about their comics and know about their music and everything, they were looking for that particular place where they can actually. Oh yeah. Like, you know, I think that it. could be a total episode with like you, me, and some other guys to sit here to talk about. Yeah. That you know, it's people are now cool with comics. Like, you you can go to a whole Barnes and Noble section and they have a whole section for graphic novels. Graphic novels, yeah. Where like they were usually like eh here and there, but now it's like it's there. It's there, and they're open to everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. And let's face it, like these guys have a great rig. My phone keeps falling off, and it's like, like the idea of comics now. It's a, it's a, it's a totally acceptable thing. Like now, they're like actual sources of material. People are looking to like other stuff aside from Marvel and DC to adapt into films. There's Bloodshot. There's God Country. I actually, want to see that movie. Bloodshot? <laughs> Dude, uh, um, Diesel? Th- there's actually a variant cover for Bloodshot that's like based on the Astros. I gotta show you that one. I, have, I just haven't gotten it, but I want that. Based on the Astros? Oh, well, yeah. Like he has the, the shirt and he's got walking around with the bat behind, and behind him is like the Minimade. Why though? Is there like a relationship to It was like a Bedrock City exclusive. No way. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's cool. But, um, <coughs> sorry. So like, it's it's changed the idea of like what people consider comics now, and not, not comics, but like the idea of like comics is more socially acceptable. Um, I mean, do they affect the sales? I don't even know. That's something you you wanted you wanted to talk about, uh, David. What what was it? The do they affect the sales? Like, do the movies affect the sales of comics? Oh, definitely. Oh, Why? Yeah. Because if I go see an Avengers movie, I want to read Avengers comics. Yeah. Right? And that's basically yeah, that everybody. Yeah. 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 Oh, you never. And said then look, comic conventions, comic cons, like Brazil, they have like the biggest comic convention ever, and that's when they actually released the the one the Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, and like I I think I I saw like a video. It was like a it was a thing with um it was like an interview between uh, these guys from IGN or something, mm-hmm. and they started talking about comics and how like the experience here in like San Diego Comic Cons in here. Like they're like everybody says that they're so spoiled because people they're like they're impatient they're like you know if I go, if we go to comic cons we want to see these people we want this and now right but now they just don't have the same uh, interaction as in other conventions like in yeah. other parts of the world like Brazil is massive and like even Gal Gadot like when they this is the helpful thing like they had like a massive show and everything so again like you know these are superheroes and if you go see those comic conventions there's like a bunch of people that buy those comics yeah. so like there's like a bunch of exposure to comics so it Dude, definitely the, affects whenever themselves. comic palooza comes by joe you can you can test this i'm always buying comics yeah it's pretty much like the one thing you always do when you're like there. i i i bought a whole it was a stack of single issues about daredevil and i was like yes <laughs> yes it was That's amazing cool. but joe i don't think you said your, how these movies affected you as a fan um, I don't know. It's sort of like... i just not realizing that you never answered your question. Uh, yeah, no, it's sort <laughs> of like, uh, I guess for me, it's uh, the, the MCU is sort of just like a sort of like... I don't know, because I think I was more... I think I was kind of like with Daniel. Like, I, I read some comics back when I was younger, but uh, I think uh, the, uh, yeah. the more... Like, I was more into, like, the, the cartoons and all that other stuff. And I, and I always, like, thought, like, wouldn't it be really fucking cool if, like, we got to see all this stuff in, like, a movie or something? 
Yeah. And now that's like a thing. Like, like that's like, uh, you know, the MCU is that sort of like childhood fulfillment of like, hey, you wanted to see the Avengers kicking ass like, on, on the big screen? Here they are now. Mm-hmm. You want to see like all these other crazy stuff? You want to see like an actual Captain America movie that's good or whatever? Here it is. You want to see like Iron Man do the cool stuff? Like, here it is. Yeah, that's just do you like, want to see the Infinity Gauntlet be used? There you go. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like just sort of like really cool. My business, my management class teacher, he's like such a big nerd. He was like, you know what? Uh, what did he say? He's like, the, <laughs> my, the thing is going to, something about a, a project or everything, like, if it's, like, I'm going to, I'm going to give you, like, I'm going to take it. I'm going to say it's snapped out of existence. I'm like, I understood that reference. <laughs> you were cap. I got that reference. I got that reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, no, sorry. and um, to go back to the whole comic book sales, I think it's, I think it, it's gotten people, in, like I said earlier, it's gotten people interested in comics. Yeah. Like, I started buying comics again. Like, I have now obtained so many single issues that I have to literally buy one of those long boxes because I was like, I have no room to put these comics in. And now I'm starting to buy the... How many comics do you own? Do you know? Um, Are you like a hoarder? <laughs> at this point, I kind of am. <laughs> Dude, you can sell most of Like, can like, you know, fairly like trade. Do you trade comics? I'm thinking about doing it. There's some comics I'm like, I don't know about trading these, though. These are... These are... Yeah, they're close to my heart now. <laughs> uh, do you like? What do you like read? Like more like uh, graphic novels or just like individual issues? Um, I read both. Just uh, so what do that. you own most of? Like I mostly own uh, like a lot of Marvel stuff because I, I. That's not. I'm like not saying I'm a big. I am a big Marvel guy, but I love both. I'm not gonna lie about that. Like I, I got some issues of Batman. And I'm like okay, I gotta go read these issues right now, <laughs> kind of stuff. But uh, I always have a soft spot for Spider Man, Avengers, Captain America. Ghost Rider, he's one of my favorites. But no, it's um, I would say yeah, it, it's increased the sales because like, I know people who have never bought comics. Whenever they see like a certain character they like because of like their exposure to the films, they're like, I want to buy that book. I want to buy that book. I mean, Joey, you, you bear, uh, when we were doing Comic Cons, you don't really buy books, but when you see one that was like inspired by the one of the movies that you liked, like Infinity, Infinity War. You immediately bought the Infinity Gauntlet book. Yeah. Because, like, you're like, I want to see where this from's. And then whenever you saw the film and the end game, you were like, I like what you did there. I actually, that, like, yeah. uh, on Google yeah. Play, I have an Android. So on Google Play, actually, there was, like, a, like I got, like, a cool discount and everything. Yeah. And I, I got the whole collection of the Infinity Gauntlet. And I read it before the movie came out. And I was like, what? You know, it was, it was it's, it's weird. And it's, 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 like, you become invested now. And it yeah, because... It even like even the gaps like if you think about it hmm, like if you know what into the multiverse of madness is gonna be about and you're like okay well i can't wait i can't wait till i get to that point but what can i you, like you know uh, i i'm a big fan i want to read more about it so what oh, do i yeah. do i go to the comics that are going to be referred to oh yeah so that way i'm ready i'm like so pumped up and i know it's going to be house of m it's going to be an adaptation of that do you have you read the powers of x house of x book yet oh no okay the, 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 the trade's out and i got the trade and i was like oh really Dude, it's it's it is it is money well spent. Is it really? Dude, like, because uh, I bought it from Amazon. You you'll probably get the hardcover. You'll you'll have a hard time deciding whether you want the sleeve or the lap the sleeve because both covers are badass. Aside from that, <laughs> but no, like, House of X is like the 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 reintroduction. I won't say reintroduction, but like this new thing they're doing with the X Men. That I'm like, if you bring in the X Men like they did in this book, you're solid. I am excited for the X Men. As a film franchise in the MCU, 
and then and you'll feel like you feel happy that you took the time to read this and see their take on like such stories. Like I said earlier, they're not gonna be like one to one an adaptation, but you see the love and care. But you know what I've also noticed is that like usually like a lot of people that that like they think okay another movie's gonna come out but they're going to be, like, inspired by a novel. Mm-hmm. I know, like, a bunch of people that, like, you know, they actually go and read the book before the movie comes out, and they always compare. They're like, okay, the book was better. But that's the same... Applic- that It also applies the same thing. Like, if I know that the movie's going to come out, yeah. and I know, I know there's a comic to it, I'm like, cool, I'm going to read the fucking comic. Why? Because not only, I'm not going to compare it mostly, but I want to, like, I'm a big fan of, like, yeah. the content. And, like, it's sometimes it's surprising sometimes that... Yeah, I've only seen this happen with the, with the comics, because, like, comics are free to um, change up stuff, because, like, they're based on a lot of changes. Yeah. People mm-hmm. come back and people die. <laughs> oh, if you read House of X, buddy, you're going to love the way they do that. Yeah. So, <laughs> 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 and so, no, the so yeah, comic sales have went up. Um, at this point, we're just talking about how much we like the MCU and how much it, you know it's affected us. Because let's face it, for me, like I said earlier, it's it brought me back into reading comics. I knew about most of these characters. Whenever I saw them in the film, I'm like, oh, man, you know, I'm just going to go check out this book. I'm going to pick up this Captain America book, which I still haven't read since forever ago. And I'm neat. And, you know, and it captures everything I love about the character. And that's why I've stayed with this series for so long. I think it's probably why I'll still stick with it for till, till the day I die, maybe. I don't even know. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's such a part of me now. And you, you can't, as a fan, I think you can't go without saying that the Marvel movies have been a part of you now. Oh, yeah. Like, how many people, you remember, remember when they were doing the, um, when they were releasing Endgame? Like, it's been like, or like Infinity Wars. They say it's been 10 years. I've seen these movies since I was in middle school and I'm now in college or just finishing college. I have a wife and kids now. And I'm watching these films. These films have become a part of us now. Man, I was so depressed. Like that, the same weekend that Endgame came out was the yeah. last episode of Game of Thrones, and I'm like, fuck. But like, <laughs> man, but you see, the the best execution there was Endgame. Yeah, uh, yeah. Game of Thrones. I'm sorry, but no. <laughs> oh no, that that you know what that brings me to another thing. Like yeah. when we're talking about pop culture, the some of the big things that are out there. Like watch, uh, not watching, um, Game of Thrones, the DC stuff, um, anything by any kind of cool TV show. Marvel has always come out on top as the big thing, you know. They they deliver, they do a, they do something great for everybody. Like, I've been like all the twelve issues, all twelve issues. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like you, like they they honor the source material, and they show you why this this stuff is so great. It's a oh yeah, it's a really good poster. Yeah, oh, I should yeah. put this up. Yeah, oh yeah. So. You know, aside from that, I think it's been a it's a it's a fun thing to do, and it's a fun thing to talk about. You know, yeah, Mar- Marvel. It, 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 MCU, you have like a bunch of people joining the conversation. Like everybody wants to be part of it. And yeah, it's like everyone's it's together, and everyone feel comes out. You know, I still remember the first time I saw uh, Endgame. It was with some guys that I was invited by a friend. It was like, hey, you want to go see like Endgame for free? You went to see it like, at Memorial, or did you go see it at, at the AMC in uh, Um, No, I saw it, um, the one by that one mall near Katie, what's it called? Um, was, Katie, was it Katie, Katie Mills? Katie Mills? I think it was, it was either that one or Washington. 
Yeah, it's far. Yeah, <laughs> it's far. <laughs> no, compared to where I live. But um, you know, a friend of mine invited me. He's like, hey, like I, know some, uh-huh. I, I know some. I know some. I know some guys are like they were able to pay off a whole like theater to watch the movie. And he was like, we need some people to fill up the seats. You want to come by? And I was like, yeah. And like, that was like, and that was like, a, such a satisfying, you know, thing with a bunch of people who have come to enjoy this these movies. And then I'll see it again, again also for free. Joy, you like getting a little mad at me because of that. I know. <laughs> I mean, no. like, no, it's it's over. It's been a long time. Uh, I don't. I don't even. <laughs> but no, I see, like you know, I've seen Endgame like twice for free, with a bunch of other people, and we all came out like one of the best movies I've seen all year, and kind of stuff. And you know, that's debatable if you're a film guy. Uh, but it's it's it it is like you said, David. It's a thing that brings people together. Yeah, it really is. And that's what that's the beauty of kind of like pop culture. It's it's something that everyone can come together. Game of Thrones brought a lot of people together. People who don't are not even into that, that much into fantasy got into yeah. like yeah, uh, Game me. of Thrones. It was really it was a big task. It was a chore for me to actually get on the first season of Game of Thrones. I'm like, come on! But I'm like, you know what? No, I'm gonna try this. And boy, was I like, yeah. Joey, you, 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 you you weren't into it, but you you saw the impact that um that yeah pop, no, like, I, I I knew people that were talking about Game of Thrones all the time. Like, yeah, hey, that's, that's that's yeah, and that's the power of like pop culture. Like it gets people together, people who. It, it's a shared interest, and Marvel is the big share. The Marvel movies are a big shared interest, and that's kind of the beauty and the how they were. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. That's how. That's the beauty of like the whole pop culture thing. It brings every. It brings people from different, you know, different interpret, different lifestyles, different uh, things, and they're they come together to enjoy this one thing. You, yeah. you know, in terms of film, you don't see that. You never. You you never got that feeling. Because I remember, even in Infinity War, you were there. I saw it with you, and I saw it with you, Joy. How many people reacted to the whole snap? Everyone and everyone just desi- like, like, shh. Like, oh, no. Remember and that was one like guy? That was like, that was like, oh no, not Black Panther. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I think we were yeah. Watch it. Yeah, he's that like, was. Uh... He's like, this is no place to die. He's the one that died. <laughs> yeah, and like it, it. Okoye was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, and you can go to like to Comic Cons and ever, and you would see people who like aren't that into comics, but if they find out that one guy from the MCU or whatever is on there, and you have a chance to take a photo and or signature, those guys would go in there. <laughs> they yeah. would just go for one day, and that's all they would need. Did you take a picture with Tom Holland? I did take a picture with Tom Holland. Show me the damn picture. Do you I have it? I, I do have it. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! I was gonna go with my brother. Uh, wait, wait, yeah. Dude, that's, that's this year, let's go. Really? How much are the tickets? Uh, I think they're out right now. But uh, I'll, 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 we'll, we'll talk about that later. But I wonder uh, who's going to be there, though. Uh, we'll find out. We'll I, I would have loved to go. They haven't actually announced anything. But, uh, just, <laughs> we're going to uh, That's another talk. But um, going back to these, like I said, these, these, these films are like, you can't deny that they're a part of, they are part of pop culture. They are the big thing. And 10 years from now, 2020, I feel like they'll still be a thing. Even if, like, there's nothing good, even if for in this 10 years it's not as impactful or as great as it once was. And uh, there you go. You motherfucker. <laughs> He's holding the shield. <laughs> what did he say to you? Like, it's like, uh, it's like bad. Well, they, 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 didn't, they, they didn't, he didn't have time to talk to us that much because, like, they were like, it was a big line for Tom Holland. 
And I was like, they're like, Mookie, keep it moving, keep it moving. But he, he, he looks so overjoyed. Did he, did he say hi to you? He's like, hey, what's up? He like, did say hi to us, didn't he? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, but, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, we just spiked the mic there. But no, uh... Like, and, and that's the thing. That's you, cool. you Fucking crazy. You, you have people... Who I who are never into comics but they still love these movies and go in to watch them. You can say that, but for any films, but the level of impact that Marvel has had—that's that's the beauty of it. Like getting like a group of people to go watch, to rent out a theater, to watch a movie. When have you ever seen that for like a movie? Like rarely ever. Like that—that's an impressive feat if you talk and ask me. Wait, what was the question again? Sorry. Well, what I'm saying is that so, like, to rent out a theater to watch a movie. You know what? Uh, we made it. We, we may have not seen this in our lifetime, but maybe like during the, you know, the, the years when Star Wars was. Yeah. Like you know. A friend of mine says that the Marvel movies are this generation Star Wars, and I believe it. And and like, that's like a, I said, ten years from now. That's a good um comparison. Ten for yeah. years from now, we don't know how Marvel's gonna be. It might not be as successful as it was in these past ten years. But you know what? In this ten years, people will remember this. That's that's the amazing part of yeah. this whole thing. Everybody's gonna be like, Oh yeah, you remember the Avengers? I'm like, Do I? It's like Daddy, what are the why why do you have the, why do you have all these movies? Like all these movies that look the same. I'm like, son, it's it's gonna be that meme. Sit down, let me tell you a legend. <laughs> let me tell you the legend of Tony Stark and Captain America. Tony Stark. Yeah, and like, it, like, like people, like I, said, like I said, people have seen this for 10 years. They even have kids in that span of 10 years, and they took their kids to watch this movie. This is a bonding. Kevin Smith has talked about how these movies reminded him of, like, why he got into movies. That's That's an impactful thing, if you ask me. I don't know. I feel like I've been taking over this part of the conversation. If you guys want to add on to anything, go for it. No, I think you sort of just like, uh, um, more or less like kind of just said it all full. I mean, yeah, the Marvel movies are sort of like, uh, MCU is sort of like very impactful. It's, uh, back to a lot of people's lives. It's, uh, like, I think one of the biggest, uh, money making movie franchises of all time and probably will continue to do so. As long as it keeps making money. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, as long as it also makes a lot of people happy, then, you know, it's, it's you know, it's, as long as they keep making, like, good quality films, then I think it will keep going for quite a while. Yeah. And there's rarely any, like, I would say there's rarely a bad one. Like, there's maybe, like, one or two, but you can just watch them, you can still watch them and be like, eh, that was okay. They weren't, like, I'm offended by this kind of film. Like, yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, like, there hasn't been, like, one that has been as, like, that hasn't been, like, s like super, like, like, crazy, like, bad that everyone can agree that it's bad. Yeah. That, uh... Yeah, yeah, you know, it's just, I don't know, I guess that's just uh, the, the direction of uh, Kevin Feige and how he does, how he sort of, like, I guess... Constructed, yeah, constructed the whole MCU, and how he like you know, now he's like, now he's built this like big legacy with the whole, like phase one through three. He's moving on to build the next editions with phase four and beyond, and you know, like, and working on Star Wars, 
Well, I mean, I think he's only working on one Star Wars film. Uh, I think they actually offer Take Away Take to Star Wars movie, no? He he was in um, Mandalorian. Really? Yeah. Take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, was, he he directed the last episode. And uh, he plays a character, and you know, and when you see the show, they're like, okay, I see why you why you did that. But um, yeah, no, yeah, Kevin Feige, the big guy, had a vision, and he completed to it. He knew what he needed to do, and I don't know what he'll do in the next ten years, but we'll see. We got Black Widow coming up. We'll see how that turns out. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, I feel like it's too late for the stuff for Black Widow. I don't know how it's gonna sit, unless Wanda resurrects her or something like. Yeah, I feel like kind of feel like it's too late for that. But what yeah. I like is that like I I, I like the comment of somebody's comment I read online. It's like you know Kevin Feige's making his own Amazons. I'm like, well, I thought that was a Dora Milaje. No, it's the the, the Black Widow <laughs> because I everybody's like training the same. Like they're like basically the same. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how how is that movie gonna turn out? You know, yeah. I'm curious. Like, um, know. it's it's been a wild ride. I mean, I th- I, I, I have nothing to add. You guys have anything to add? Okay, so I'm definitely looking forward to One Division because Doctor Strange and Taika Waititi's next one, which is Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Yeah. The Valkyrie. Do you think she's actually gonna have cancer? How is that storyline gonna play out? Because like, it wasn't wasn't Valkyrie that had it. It was sorry, Jane Foster. Yeah. Yeah. How is that gonna work out? Like, yeah, a lot of people have asking how that's gonna work out. Look, I I I said this before. They're probably. They they honor the material by also changing it and but by it also still but they change it but they also still adhere to the idea of the what the episode, what that book was about and let's see how that turns out I don't know maybe it's an alternate universe that's what everyone's been going with what some people say it was like an alternate universe thing so that maybe that's what they go with it but who knows but um, apparently like Love and Thunder is like the whole culmination of Phase Four is it or is it Phase Five that's the thing I don't even know no it is because yeah. that's the last movie. So, like, again, it has to show, it has to be, like, a massive thing, so. Mm-hmm. You know what? Let's just look forward to the Eternals, because I feel like that's going to give us a sneak peek of what's actually going to be for We'll see. Let's see Let's see how that, like, you see. Now, WandaVision was supposed to have starting in spring, but now it's going to be starting this fall, because apparently it's 2020. <laughs> so, how are we going to know, like, will, will WandaVision and the Eternals have, like a con- like, a connected situation? Because, you know, it's... And it's the Eternals MCU movie and the Doctor Strange movie. So, will both of them have, like, a situation going on? Will I we have, like... Do you think we're going to be knowing what's, what is, what is going to be in, in, in the set for Phase 4? Like, mm-hmm. in... in uh, is it Phase 4? What are we talking about? Phase 4? No? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's Phase 4, yeah. 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 Do you think um, we're going to be giving, like, an idea what's going to be about in WandaVision? Or, like... Well, we don't, we don't know until the future. But aside from that, just to end it off, guys, what, what's your favorite... Out of all the... This huge, like, film, like, I don't know what you can call it, but uh, out of all the Marvel films, which one was your favorite? Um, starting off with you, Joy. Uh, MCU, uh, I'm just gonna, g- I mean, I'll go with Civil War, I don't know, I just think that was, like, sort of a cool way to bookend Captain America's little trilogy of films. Yeah. Um, David, what's your, which one out of all the ones you've seen? Mm, I want to say Infinity War. Infinity War? Makes sense. I'm kind of stuck between Winter Soldier and Endgame, but I think I'll have to give it a Winter Soldier because that was that was the moment where we knew we were gonna get into something later on in in in, in the phases. But yeah, um, that's about all we got. 
So, time to end it up. So, yeah, guys, thanks for coming along. Thanks. Yeah, so support <laughs> us in, um, support us through social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah, follow us on Instagram. Yeah. You'll see something about this later on. Also, please support us on Patreon, where we can, where, you know, with your help, we can do more crazy stuff. We have a lot of stuff we want to do, but, you know, we need your support. Also, follow us on any audio podcast format from Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and Spotify, Pandora, all those where you can find us. You know, like and subscribe. You know, rate us. You know, we also got a YouTube for the audio. If you guys want to see how we look like or whatever, <laughs> see uh, my ugly face and all our Sarah eh face kind of stuff, check us out on YouTube, Geeks and Trillions. Like, subscribe, you know the deal. And anything I'm missing there? Uh, no. no, I think that's all. I think that's all. Stay so, safe. Yeah. I'm kidding. Stay safe, yeah. <laughs> so it's been your boy, uh, Joe, David, and your boy Eli. And we are signing off for today's episode. So, yeah, signing off. Peace. Peace.